Hey everybody, so my name is Maya and I'm going to be your host for today. Many thanks to Kushle for letting this happen. <laughs> Very grateful for the opportunity. And I really hope that somebody needs to hear this word today. I really hope that all of you who are listening can take something from it. And yeah, I pray you've had a good day so far. And as we get into God's word, I pray that he'll really reveal something new to us and that the Spirit will really highlight some things for all of us. Um, So right before we get into the topic for today, um, I just want to say for Kushle, I just wanted to say like what amazing work he's really doing at our church um, in Calvary. Um, Yeah, once again, thank you for this opportunity. I really hope I can do it justice. Um, also, I might be flipping through my Bible during this time, so if you hear the pages going, just to bear with me. Um, so yeah, let's let's introduce the topic for today. So you may have seen it already, but it is how to shine Christ's light into your surrounding. So I just want to explain that for a little bit. So what I'm really meaning to say is how can you represent Jesus well within your community um, if you... So I'm 17, by the way. <laughs> so if you are same age as me, then maybe that's for um, that's cool for you. Maybe it's even just at home or within your workplace, wherever it is. It's just how can you represent Jesus well without even having to share the gospel so that people can come to you and then you point them to Jesus. Um, it's something that I've been trying to work on. So that's why I'm talking about it because I've been trying to aim to be someone that people can rely on and to represent myself well because at the end of the day I'm an ambassador for Christ. I have to present myself in a certain way. Um, So yeah, I've been trying to do that within my communities. So when you listen to this, just know I've also had my own experiences about it. It's not just me speaking about something I can't relate to. So let's see. So we're going to be covering three points today and like one or two questions that might arise from those points. So let me tell you what those points are so you can get a bit of a head start. The first point is you aim to live like Jesus. The second point is you abide in the Holy Spirit and have close relations with him. And the third point is to take action on the Spirit's promptings. The Spirit's promptings. So I'll explain all of it as we go, but just so you have an understanding of what we're going to be talking about. So why this topic? Well, there's a lot of stuff that we all face. Sometimes someone just needs to have a reminder of how good God is. And sometimes that person can be you without doing something massive, just a small task, you know. Um, And speaking from my own experience, I've seen a lot of unhappiness, people going through depression really struggling with things anxiety all the time i mean school can be a really really dark place for a lot of people even myself at times um i think it's just things can get really stressful and then school is just the place that's putting more stress on so yeah trust me at school you see a lot of people at their worst so i decided i wanted to try do something about it even within just close circles I just wanted to be able to give people the light that Jesus gives me because there's so much joy in Christ and a lot of people don't know that 
and I just wanted to be able to try share that without having to tell people about the gospel. Not that we shouldn't, we definitely should. It's vital that we do. Um, but yeah, just to, I don't know, represent yourself so that people see Jesus through you. Um, so yeah, and also what I'm talking about today, it's all about sowing seeds. So just doing the small things that go above what a non-believer wouldn't do. Um, it doesn't have to be anything drastic. Like I've tried to start writing little notes, maybe put a verse on there, but just checking up on people, um, just those small things so that people are like, oh, okay, well, why is this person actually so happy? Like we're all going through the same thing. How is she happy? And then people start to ask questions and they're like, oh, okay, well, what, tell me about this Jesus of yours. And yeah, so just the way you hold yourself in certain situations, just really sow seeds that God can really take so much further. Um, it can start off with something small, then an invite to church, that type of thing. Okay, so let's get into it before I go off on a whole ramble. Um, but yeah, the main point is just to simply be a good person and go out of your way to help others um, to represent Jesus in a good manner. Um, like I'm reminded of the story when Jesus wipes the servant girl, your, excuse me, um, when the servant girl um, wipes Jesus's feet with her tears. I mean, we can do the same thing. And I mean, Jesus, he washed all the disciples feet before anything happened, before any new, anybody knew anything, he was there washing and serving others. So I think one of the best ways we can show our love for Christ is just serving others in that way. So, it's also creating a safe environment for Christians as well. I think one of the problems today with our generation, specifically of young Christians, is we're too scared to talk out and we're too scared to have the good conversations, you know, we're too scared to step out of the way and say, hey, listen, yes, I'm going through my own stuff, but I'll be there for you. Like, let's be there for each other. Um, I think we could really help each other a lot more and it's crazy when you put God in the center of your life it's amazing how much time you actually find to do all these other things that serve and honor him so yeah I'll explain it a bit later but before we go too far um yeah just speaking from my own experience I've been able to find massive strength and joy in Christ when I thought I was at my lowest and my end um I'm able to identify the hand of God easier in my life when I surrender everything to Him. And now you might be wondering, okay, what does surrendering actually look like? It's basically just literally saying, God, here's my day today. What do you need me to do? Help me discern your voice. Help me hear what you need me to say, who to speak to, just the simple things. And whatever I do today is for your glory. Help me do it for you, not for the opinion of others or my own glory let me do it for you give me that mindset um and that's really where magic starts to happen where you actually don't care what's going to happen to you but you say god i'm going to serve you through it even if you take me through a wilderness even if you take me through a storm god i'm going to trust you through it and that's that's also a, an amazing way to grow in your spiritual maturity to grow in faith that's really one of the best ways i believe is to just take a step of faith and do something that you normally wouldn't that you're normally not comfortable with. It speaks to the person you've never known. Um, so yeah. 
So, the Spirit obviously calls you to things that may be out of your comfort zone, but from my own personal experience, that's the best way to grow, like I've said before. Okay, so let's dive in. So the first point, aim to live like Jesus. So, if we look at the fruits of the Spirit, um, I'm sure many of you know them. I'm not going to go through them all right now. But if you have to read through those verses, then for me, the first person I think of is Jesus. I mean, it's crazy how he is all over all of those things in one. And it just shows again, like just a side point, it just explains the Trinity in an even better way because those are the fruits of the Spirit and Jesus is that. So it's just showing the whole Jesus is the Spirit type of thing, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, and I'm also reminded of that little, I think it's actually a verse, but I'm not too sure, um, what a friend we have in Jesus. So we can rely on Jesus with everything. Um, and also, so the main point about this is that non-believers look to us, we call ourselves Christians, to see what God is like. So I'm not saying that evangelizing is a bad thing at all. It's so, so important. But it's really important to establish a bit of a bond, I believe. Um, so if you are just checking in on someone, just saying, hi, how are you? My name is this. Um, yeah, so I've been trying to do that within my classes, just spread myself a bit more and just give our compliments, that type of thing. And then you'll be surprised within, you'll excuse the hearty does. <laughs> Within like a month or two, you'll walk into a room and you'll have many more people say hi to you. And I think it's just really important to build that bond so people can see that, okay, this person is a Christian. Okay, they're very nice. They're always complimenting like it's a good good thing. They seem really nice. They're making sure I'm okay, checking up on me. I think that really establishes a trust. So when you say, listen, why don't you come to church with me? Or if you just go straight in it and say, listen, I want to tell you about God, then there's that trust already that, okay, well, I trust this person. I respect this person. So I'll listen to what they have to say. So it might make um, sharing the gospel a bit easier, but also it brings a certain light around you. If you're trying to go above and beyond, because that's another thing in our generation, it's quite self-centered we all think okay i'm going to do this i want to get wealthy for my own sake i want to get this for my own sake i want to be rich one day i want to have all of these things and everyone else must bow down before me type of thing like i know a lot of us might feel alone so we feel like we might have to work for everything in a certain way but yeah that's kind of not the whole point um the best way one of the best ways to show the love of Jesus is to just say, listen, I have a hundred things going on in my head. I have my own issues. I have things going on at home nobody knows about. But despite that, because of what Jesus did for me, I'm going to lay everything down and listen to what you have to say, listen to your problems and see how I can help you. And I think that just really shows another level of love, another depth of it as well. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, after everything that Jesus did for us on that cross alone, um, it's just a really great way to take that as, listen, my God did this for me. So doing this for you is nothing in comparison. 
and because of who he is I'm going to do this to glorify him um, and also an important thing to note though is don't get so caught up in your calling or if you don't know what your calling is in like basically don't get so caught up in doing things that you think you are saying oh I'm doing it for Christ that you point it to yourself and say oh I prayed for eight people today look at me um, it's very important to just keep in your mind that you're doing it for him and not for yourself um, because even myself I get carried away with that sometimes like I think oh it's great I've done so much today but then I don't turn to God and I'm like God thank you actually for those opportunities that you gave me to do that but yeah it's just very important um, to just try represent Jesus well and I know I keep on saying that but when I'm saying that I'm meaning to be a kind person, to be compassionate, to be loving, to have respect for others. Um, so some of you may know, but I'm actually an athlete. I play water polo. And one of the other ways that I think really just makes you stand out, that people start to ask, oh, why? Why is she standing out? Um, is to have good sportsmanship. It sounds like a small thing, but it carries such a long way, such a long way. Um, and it's just that respect because you might be thinking oh okay well I did something good or I don't like this but to just show respect all the simple things basically it kind of just leads people to ask why like you have no reason to be like this what is making you different and then they start to ask the questions and you can say hey listen actually it's Jesus I'm doing this for him um, so yeah, to just stand out in that way and be a light in that way. And as you go along, as you ask for the Spirit to lead you, and then He'll point things out to you, um, then you make that light brighter and brighter and brighter. I'm sure you guys have heard it somewhere along the line of you being a candle. And everyone else is also a candle, but they aren't lit yet. And you have God who has lit your litten. <laughs> That's a good one. Who has lit your flame. And now you carry it along and spread it and spread the love of Christ around the world. And I really think we need a lot more of love in our generation. Um, we can be very, like I said earlier, self-centered. And it's all about me and what I can do for myself. But in doing what small things that Christ did for us, we can show that love better and be a light for others so that they can rely on you as well. Okay, so then... The second point, abide in the Holy Spirit. So some of you may be wondering what exactly this means, and I know I've already kind of spoken about it in the previous point, but basically it's just asking Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, regardless, to just speak to you and help you identify his voice more clearer. Um, so basically just saying, how can I be of help to you today? Like, come before him, come before him at the throne and say, listen, God, what can I do for you today? Even if it's just chatting to someone, even if it's just saying hello to someone, if it's maybe him giving you a word to say for some, someone, that could also be something, or to pray for someone. Um, what I try to do is I say, listen, God, please bless me with opportunities to share you with other people. So that comes up in many different ways, and I've covered a lot of them as well. But yeah, that's just the main thing of it. And 
I feel like a lot of us kind of get stuck at this stage. Like we're like, okay, I believe in God. I believe that Jesus was his son. I believe that he died for our sins. Okay, great. I'm ready to go to heaven. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. We have to share this love, this joy with everyone else. And we need to learn how to do that. So ask God for the strength to cover that, the strength to do that, the opportunities to share with other people. And it's in these opportunities where we have to take a step of faith, where we really learn more, not only about ourselves, but about God and his character, because you're more in tune with him than ever because it takes a real amount of self-sacrifice. You have to say, okay, this may be an inconvenience, these opportunities that you give me to share. It may be an inconvenience, it may be an annoyance, like, what if I'm tired, what if I'm this? But at the end of the day, God will provide us with everything we need. Um, There's this one little thing that my grand said, well, she actually wrote it in her Bible, but um, I really take it to heart. And she said that God will provide all you need equivalent to his calling. So basically, God's providence, is that a word? Not sure. (laughs) Will be equal to his calling. So basically, that's saying that whatever you're going through, if you ask God to place you in a situation, and he does, he will provide you with everything you need. It may not be as much as you want, but you will definitely have enough if you have been placed in that position by God. Um, I think sometimes we may place ourselves in areas that we think God wants us to be in, but we're not actually speaking to him or we haven't got clarity on it yet and we just kind of jump to conclusions. And then we're like, oh God, but why isn't this working? Why is this happening? And I think we actually just need to turn back and say, wait, listen, am I actually listening to God? Or even it might be a sense of, oh, God seems so quiet. But then I think it's really important to take a step back and say, okay, wait, am I actually doing what he says? Or am I doing what he thinks? Or, excuse me, what I think he should be doing. Um, So at the end of the day, God is God. We are not God. We will never understand his ways. His ways are above ours. So even if it seems silly, go for it. And also God will have his hand over you in every aspect. So we don't have to worry about that because we are new in Christ. We, we don't have to worry about anything out of our limits. God is always with us. So yeah, even if it is a situation we shouldn't be in that we've placed ourselves in, then God will provide for us still. He will help us out of that situation so that's another point is i don't think you have to worry about stepping out in faith because even if you misinterpreted what god is saying to you he is god and he loves you so he will help you out of that so i'm kind of going off the guidelines but um yeah so going back to the fruit of the spirit i really think these traits are needed now in our generation more than ever um There's a lot of people who are feeling so alone and so lost. And I think just those characteristics, people need more of that. So, yeah, um, these traits will help others and give them hope. We just need to point them to the cross. So once you've made a bit of a bond with someone, 
and you start talking about God, just make sure that you point them to the cross. That's the ultimate purpose of it, I suppose, um, of being a light, is to point them to Jesus, not to our own selves. Um, so if you look at Galatians 5.25, let me go there really quick before I forget. Um, okay, it's at the back of my book. <laughs> it says... Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. So that is just speaking to, if you get an opportunity to be nice to someone, to do something small for them, to help them out, or to mention God to them, go for it. I really think there's no reason to hold back. They might just say like, oh, okay, no, it's fine. But I mean, that's the worst of it. I don't think... Or I've never experienced someone who's like completely blown me off. But even if they do, they're rejecting God and not you. Um, But also it's important to remember that everyone deserves a chance to get to know God. So even if you are the bearer of the news and then they completely shut you down, just be grateful that God gave them a chance and just pray that they will get another chance as well. So another verse is... Matthew 6 33 and I'm going to look at that quickly and it says seek him in all we do and these things will be added unto you so when we are asking the Holy Spirit for help and guidance in these situations that he's called us to I think it's just really really important that we put God first and I know a lot of us might have God first in our bio and a little Bible verse but what does that actually mean it's full surrender of your life and i'm not saying you know you're gonna die now but it's more like god whatever i do in every situation let me come to you first let me make sure that this is the right choice let me ask you for guidance on every aspect of a hard situation maybe even in the good times even when you've been blessed with miracles and good opportunities turning to God and say God how can I use this to glorify you and that's really a new level of faith it's really something that can help you just get that much closer with God and I really really hope that everyone who's listening to this that you get to a point where you can just be on fire for God and you can say God whatever happens I trust you even if I don't understand I trust that your will is good I trust that you are good because that's a new level of faith and just that relaxation you can get in hard situations in the most stressful situations especially for me recently i've had like some hectic stuff hectic hectic and i can just say okay god i'm sitting there crying guys like crying i can sit there and be like okay god i don't understand but i know you are with me and i know you will work things for my good And it's almost like a whole weight is lifted off your shoulders. And it provides clarity, so much clarity. Even if you don't have an answer, you just know that everything is working in God's will. So it's just a relaxation, really. It's just providing a peace of mind. Um, So, yeah. The last point I have is to take action on the Spirit's promptings. So it's kind of, all of these points really overlap, and I hope I'm not repeating myself too much, but what I'm meaning is that we'll have opportunities to grow our faith in our environments that aren't Christ-centered. 
or even if they are cross-centered, even if it's at church. Um, but I find that on the whole, most of us on the weekly, we are we are in situations where it's not cross-centered, and we might be the only Christian there. Um, so it's just what to do in that aspect. So if you feel like something is telling you to do something and you might not be able to discern whether it's the Holy Spirit talking to you or if it's your own voice that's also something that just comes with experience my advice is don't hesitate because if it's necessary then find an area or position where you can lead and connect with others Um, but also in saying that like don't hesitate because what's the worst that can happen Um, Obviously, if it's something really crazy, like just check, read through your Bible and make sure it aligns with God's will. But like the worst that could happen is like probably small things, guys, like it's really small. Um, So I encourage you, if you feel like something is telling you to ask to pray for someone, just say, hey, listen, like what's happening? Can I pray for you? Um, Even if they say no. So... It can be hard to discern God's voice, but an important way to learn about that and to decipher it is to be in God's word. Because the more you're in God's word, the more you know about his character. So when these thoughts come across, then um, you'll know what aligns with his character and not. And I actually saw um, something on Instagram today, and it was a pastor, and he said, your soul and your, your mind are so similar that sometimes you just need help determining what is what. So two things I have to say about that. Surround yourself with other Christians. I'm not saying kick out all your non-believer friends and never talk to them and treat them ugly. I'm just saying on the whole, try to be with people who are like-minded and pray that God will use them to help you in your situations. It's a really good prayer and I've seen it work many times because, you know, God works (laughs) all the time. And another thing I have to say about that, your, maybe I forgot it. Okay, but it's fine. (laughs) So moving on a bit, I just want to say that isolation often hinders our spiritual growth. It often stops us, well, not completely stops, but holds us back. So I think it's really important to know that yes of course all you need is God you should be your everything but if you are able to be in a situation where you have other people who can help you and guide you um, and pray for you especially guys it's so important praying for others it might seem scary but I promise you you have so much power through God's name through the spirit working within you there's so much power you can help so many people you can just help them feel better after a bad day or you could heal someone you never know you never know what god's plan is um so yeah i just want to encourage you on that to make sure if you hear something if you feel like you should do something then go for it you have nothing to lose and also if you decide not to and you feel a bit not guilty but you feel a bit dampened after that you're like oh man i should have then i think that's also normally a good indication at least for me that it was god who was saying that um so yeah so why would we need to trust god when we are comfortable and have nothing to trust him for that's again speaking to taking action on the spirit's promptings 
So when we're in a comfortable environment, when there's no storm, of course we have God and we're happy and we're joyful, but there's almost that that lack of trust. Because you can say, oh, I know you're going to be there for me. But until you actually are in a situation when you are drowning and you are like, God, help me. It builds a closeness and a relationship with God more close than you could ever think. It's really, obviously, I pray that, you know, your life will be good. But often we all face hard situations and it's in those hard situations where we learn to persevere and seek God despite our feelings, despite our flesh, despite our maybe will to give up. Um, So I think that's also important to note. And so in the wilderness, still speaking on the same point, in the wilderness is where we learn more on why we need God and we learn new depths of his love for us. Because if God can carry you through something you thought you would never get through, then he's just that much more amazing. And obviously God never changes, so he's always as awesome and amazing as he always is and will be. Um, It's just learning that on a deeper level, on a deeper perception, I guess you could say. And also I just wanted to point out that when God was in the wilderness, so for some of you who may be feeling, I know we like to call it dry, um, you may just be feeling like, you know, God isn't here, I don't know what my calling is. I don't know what he wants with me right now. I feel like I'm seeking him. I'm reading my Bible, but nothing's happening. I want to say to you that when Jesus was tempted in the desert, he'd always quote scripture. He'd say, it is written. So just keep on seeking God through his word if you're in a season of dryness, I guess you could say. Um, It's also building your perseverance. Sometimes there may be something that you might not notice, maybe a habit of yours that's stopping you from being close with God. But sometimes it's just things that you don't know or don't understand. Um, I recently came out of a feeling like that. But it's really important to just seek God no matter what. Don't let the devil distract you or take time away. um, And just really trust, put God first in everything. It's amazing how much time you find for all the things that he's asked you to do. How much strength you find, even though you feel weak, he finds it for you. So, we are able to see the work of God more evidently and clearly when we are the ones who are proclaiming his name. Way better to be than in his footsteps. So that's just speaking of, you know, being in line with what the Spirit wants you to be. So positive outcomes of taking action on the Spirit's promptings. So if the Spirit says to you, okay, go tell this person their favorite color is green, or do this, or pray for this person, it builds a lot of confidence. Not obviously, your how do I put this? Obviously be humble, but it just helps you grow spiritually. And you can say, oh God, I didn't even know I could do this, but you've gifted me with this, and I had no idea, so thank you for that. Um, You also learn more about yourself and your strengths, kind of leading into the last point. Um, You learn more about things you never thought you'd be capable of doing. Um, You know God in a deeper and more personal manner, as you have to consciously wait and listen to Him. So that's a big thing of seeking Him, is you always have to 
wait for his guidance, I suppose. Um, yeah. So, moving on to possible questions you might have. Um, I'll summarize it really quick, I promise. So, questions you might have about being in light. Um, so, you may... Oh, excuse me. <laughs> you may be asking, am I capable? Is this actually for me? Um, I just want to encourage you that God will provide if he's placed you in that situation. So, I want to read you quick 2 Corinthians 12.9. Let me just get there really quick. So, 2 Corinthians 12.9. My grace is sufficient for you. So, that's obviously God saying that to us. And I want to encourage you, like that quote I said earlier, God will provide you with all you need. Um, it's just really important to come to him and say, listen, God, I'm here at the moment. Use me how you will. And in that, just know that God will provide. If he's placed you somewhere, somewhere he will provide. Um, it may not be how you wanted to or when you wanted to, um, but he will be there for you. Also, another verse is Romans 8.28, and that is, we know that in all things, God works for the good for those who love him, those whom he has called according to his purpose. And I want to encourage somebody today that because you are in Christ, you are new. Scriptures tell us that. But don't ever underestimate what God can do through you. Um, if I look back to even the beginning of this year, like the way God has worked within my life has been amazing. And I've I've been learning new things about myself that I ever never knew possible. And I've just seen him work in ways that would never I would have never thought. So I want to encourage you, no matter how important or unimportant you think you are, God can do amazing things through you. All you need to be is willing. All you need to be is ready to surrender, ready to say, listen, God, I trust you. Do what you will with me. Um, and also, there's no levels to how important you might be um, within growing God's kingdom. So you don't have to worry about oh, but there's this person who seems better than me. There's this person who could do it better. Why not them? They seem more qualified. They seem, they seem. Listen, if God is telling you to do something, please just listen to him and give it a shot. Don't think that, oh, no, I don't have the right strengths for this. I'm not ready for this yet. There's somebody better. If God is calling you, He's calling you at that time, in that moment, for a reason. He knows your capabilities. He knows how you can grow if you just lean on Him. So I want to encourage you, don't doubt what God can do in your life. Don't doubt His abilities. God's resources are always sufficient for your calling. Also, there's that verse in Matthew where God says, Come to me, all who are heavy, burdened. And I will give you rest. So if you are in a situation where you say, okay, God, I trust you. I'll do this for you. I'll live in your your will for my life. I'll listen to you. Um, you may find yourself in situations where you feel a bit out of control. 
and you may feel like you might not be able to do something because you feel so tired, so drawn, drawn out, so this, that, that, all these negative things. But God says we can come to him. And what a comfort that actually is, that the creator of the galaxies and the stars and the little worms in the sea and everything, like he's saying to you, listen, I will put everything else out of the way and just come in and say that I'm there for you. How amazing is that actually like to comprehend that the creator of the universe is saying that he will give us rest and that he will provide for us. How amazing is that? So there's also that other verse, um, also I think in Matthew, that says with God all things are possible. So relating back to don't underestimate, it's again saying, listen, God is almighty. He can do amazing things. He might call you to something that you think you could never do. And he, he just shows up and he does his work as usual. And then you're completely transformed and you grow and grow and grow. In my experience, when I put him first, everything else falls into place. Like I said earlier, you find time, you find strength, you find motivation. Um, and at the end of the day, you don't always feel as tired as you would. Like you might think, oh, I'll never have time for this. I'll never be relaxed. I'll never, never, never. And then you end up doing it. You're like, oh, okay, not bad. Also to encourage you, um, God will always help you juggle in a situation where there's lots of things going on if it is his will for you and then the last question you might be having is isn't there someone who could do it better than me so essentially i could say you asking why to god why me what's so special about me um so obviously god has created you he knows everything that's going on you he sees the potential you may not ever be able to see but he sees it. So I want to encourage you. There's this verse in Numbers. Sorry, I'm going off the top of my head. I'm not sure what it is exactly. But it says that there's a time and a place for everything under the sky. So you can trust God. You really, really can trust God. He's told you that there is a time and a place for everything. So you don't need to wonder and doubt yourself. Just trust God. And you might get caught up in comparison at times don't allow yourself to compare your journey to another person's especially for the young people that may be listening to this it's dangerous 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 it doesn't have to be a drastic story your testimony you know in your heart what god has done for you your testimony isn't any less amazing because of your age or what god saved you from or when you were saved God does amazing things through all of us, so don't doubt your testimony. Also, I just want to really point out that when you compare, you start to doubt the work of God in your life. You may be thinking, oh, well, I didn't have that drastic thing. You're like, um, mine is less important. My testimony is less important. But then think about what you're actually doing. You're saying, okay, well, God's working more in that person's life than, they are in my, than he is in mine. And, you know, that means that maybe that thing that he did for me, maybe it was just me. Maybe it was just me restoring my mental health, you know. Um, maybe it wasn't actually God because it wasn't this miraculous, out-of-the-blue thing. 
So I want to encourage you, don't deem it insignificant or unimportant what God does in your life. You are in dangerous territory when you do this. When we begin to undermine God's capabilities and power, we sow doubt, which the enemy can use as an opportunity to create two things, to to create confusion about your identity in Christ, a very important point. If you wonder who you are, seek God in his word and he will tell you. He may reveal things very slowly to you, but he will do it in his time according to his will. And the second thing is that you learn to be impatient towards God. You're like, okay, well, this person got healed. This person got this. God, where's mine? God, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? So you start to doubt God. And also, I guess you could say a third point about that is you start to feel lost. You start to feel that God isn't there, that he isn't doing what he says he would do. So I really just want to encourage you over all the points today. um, Let's just go over it one more time. So the first point is to aim to live like Jesus. Second point is to abide in the Holy Spirit. And third point is to take action on the Spirit's prompting. I really believe that if you do these three things, you can really be such a tool for God in growing his kingdom. You can be a light to others and point them to the feet of Jesus at his throne. And I really encourage you, whatever you're facing, whatever you're going on, try to be someone who others can rely on in your environment. Act in a way that would glorify God, I suppose you could say, um, that will point Jesus to the cross so that people will start asking questions. Even if you get known to be like the pastor's kid or like the Christian, whatever it is, that's fine. That's a good thing because it's really important to be kind to others and to just share God's qualities as best as you can. Obviously, we're not going to be perfect. We're going to have bad days. We're going to have days where we aren't going to want to do everything and we aren't going to want to be the nice person and, and, and. But God is with us and he will provide us everything we need. So I really want to encourage you, please, guys, wherever your situation is, wherever you're placed, whether it be school, a workplace, wherever, even in your own families, just shed a light and a love for Christ that people turn to you and say, wow, something amazing has happened within this person and point them to the cross. That's essentially the reason why we're doing what we're doing, why we're doing all these things, trying to be a good person because of what Christ did for us on that cross. So I want to encourage you, maybe let's pray quickly as well, if you don't mind, just to end as we go forth with our week, our day, however it's looking for you, whatever situation you're in, I'm glad you were able to join this podcast and I'm glad you were able to set some time aside for God and I really appreciate you listening. So wherever you are, I just would love to pray for you and yeah, in closing, (laughs) again. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the person on the other side of the screen. Lord, I thank you that you helped them come across this podcast, Lord Jesus. I pray that you will reveal things to them through it, Lord. I pray that you'll highlight things to them that I've maybe said, Lord Jesus, and that they'll be able to take something away from this, Lord. I pray over this person's life and well-being, any struggles they're going through, I pray that, Lord Jesus, they'll come to you and surrender it all, and that you'll bless their faith and provide them with peace and love. 
like never before, Lord Jesus. I pray that you will use them in a part for growing your kingdom, Lord. I pray that they'll grow in strength and faith, Lord Jesus. And I just pray that you'll be able to do amazing things to them. I pray that they'll know how loved they are by you and that they'll just know your identity and who you are, what your characteristics are. And I just pray for the Spirit's blessing upon their lives, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much for joining, guys. I really hope you are able to take something away from this. And I hope I haven't ranted on for too long. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. And I hope you have an amazing week. Thanks, guys. Hey, it's Kushet Dube here. And I would just like to take this opportunity to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. Now, this is what you can do. Subscribe, follow um, this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. And also consider following me on my Instagram account. Just search just underscore and you'll surely find me there for any interactions and any cues that I can respond to or anything. Alright? But until our next episode, thank you once again for tuning in. Goodbye and stay blessed.